Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we are so excited to have you back with us. We are actually starting a new series today all about communication because in the work we do, we would say nine times out of 10, when couples come in for couples counseling or when you all write us with different marital issues, most of the time, no matter what the presenting issue is, it usually comes down to it being a root issue of miscommunication. And so we want to talk about how to have strong communication in marriage. Yeah. If your communication gets better, your marriage gets better every time. Mm -hmm. Healthy communication leads to healthy marriage. And we're going to unpack that. First, I want to share a review. Uh, We haven't done this in a while, but we, we do read every single review that's shared. We appreciate the feedback, and we encourage you guys to leave reviews wherever you're listening, on on iTunes, Spotify, on YouTube, because reviews help people to, you know... To discover it. To discover it. It really does. So, uh, this one says, great Christ-centered resource from uh, Too Much Caffeine. I love their uh, screen name. It says, it's helping me in multiple aspects of my marriage. Thank you. I love the transparency, humor, and humility. And... That means a lot. So it thank does. you. We appreciate you. Thank you too much caffeine. I See, love it. And I have too much caffeine too. You know, I've had <laughs> had a couple large coffees already this morning and I'm a little jumpy in a good way. Hey. I'm ready. But I'm still going to have some Exo Press later. If you're watching on YouTube, you guys see like we're in studio. Like, you know, sometimes we're in our home studio and we have pictures behind us. So when we have this awesome screen behind yeah. us and the cool mics. We're at the Exo Marriage Headquarters, and you better believe you, I'm going to go to Exo Press later and it's, get more caffeine. Yeah. Marriage it's capital awesome. of the world. That's right. And, Come out and to South Lake, Texas. Great coffee. So if you're ever in South Lake, Texas, come to the Exo Marriage Center, and we would love to have you here. Speaking of yes. the Exo Marriage Center, another aspect of what's happening here is Exo Mediation. Yep. Um, which is, if, you, if you're having a just deep communication issues or any kind of issues in your marriage, we have mediators that can meet with you by Skype, by phone, uh, wherever you are in the world, or you can come here and meet in person right now, right as we're doing this podcast, uh, just the next room over in the mediation suite. There's a, a couple going through mediation, yeah. working through, um, one couple's working through the trauma of having had a child who committed suicide, mm. just a heartbreaking issue. Another couple is uh, is just deeply entrenched in miscommunication issues where yeah. both of them just kind of dig their heels in and, and want to be right about the situation instead of yeah. You know, finding new, new, new communication strategies. And our mediators are so gifted and trained and passionate about helping couples find common ground. So if you want to learn more about that, go to xomarriage.com slash help. And, and one last little XO specific kind of plug. Uh, we are, we're a nonprofit ministry. 
and 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 part of how we keep the lights on and how we keep these resources coming out are through donations from from partners all around the world mm-hmm. who are willing to to give and we're so thankful for those of you who have given and if you would be interested in giving a gift to kind of help keep this ministry going and thriving help keep future generations of children with their parents yes. help raise up the value of marriage in a culture that is that is losing that value and and I think that a lot of society's ills are a direct result of that yes so if you want to stand with us for biblical marriage um, we would we would just appreciate that you can go to exomarriage.com all gifts are tax deductible no gifts too big no gifts too small exactly and we just we appreciate you guys we are talking about communication mm-hmm. and communication in marriage like we've said it is pivotal it is foundational and this first episode in the communication series is how to get your spouse to listen because i believe listening is even more important than talking right sorry what'd you say i know exactly <laughs> well haven't you heard the little cute little uh saying like well we have two ears and one mouth so we need to listen more than we talk you know yeah and i'm one of those where growing up i got talking marked on my report card more than one year okay in school in grade school because I wanted to talk more than I was listening, okay? Well, you got so many great things to say. I just really, I really felt that way as a kid. I was very boisterous. I wanted to talk and like I was the kid raising my hand like me, 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 me and waving it and like the teacher probably getting annoyed like, oh, Ashley again wanting to answer this question just because I was, I was, I was really just a very spirited child and wanted to talk a lot. And I remember um, kind of through the years realizing that if I wanted to have good relationships really with my family, with my friends, and then with dating relationships and then my future husband, then I needed to learn how to listen better, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think that by the time we met each other and we were communication majors at Georgetown College, shout out, go Tigers, go, go Kentucky. Yeah, Georgetown um, College. That's where I know, first laid my eyes on this beauty. And we were in we were in acting class of all things, which yeah. was part of our communications courses, the communication arts. This is not Georgetown University. No, a lot of people clarify. think that. It, I would love that. We're not the Hoyas. <laughs> this is a little school in Georgetown, Kentucky, where I grew up. Yep, townie. I was a townie. I went to college in the same town where I grew up. And then, and then since then we've like gone all over the place, but yes. for the early part of my life, you know, I was in the early part of our marriage, we were, yeah, we yeah. were uh, kind of in one geographical we were location from, from third grade till like mid twenties. I was in, you were there, I was there and I was in a neighboring town called Lexington, Kentucky. And I remember when we met and then we, our, our relationship was pretty, um, accelerated like we we knew we wanted to marry each other within weeks of meeting each other well not meeting each other i guess it, within weeks of dating each other yeah, yeah and uh and we did date you know a bit we were engaged for 10 months and uh eventually getting married and i remember thinking well we know how to listen we're communication majors and very quickly into our marriage we both realized we are not listening very well, you know? And I remember distinctly um, them having, you know, our in our premarital course, they had us do this listening exercise where they said, we just want you all in this exercise of communication to listen to your spouse telling you something for like one minute, okay? Which is not much time at all. Right. And then, and then repeat back to them what they said in yes. your own words, showing it's, that you listened and understood. And, and it seemed like a really simple kindergarten level activity. It did. And we were supposed to say after listening, because they said, listen intently. Don't think about what you're going to say. Just listen. You're supposed to say what I hear you saying is, and then say what you think you heard them saying. And so we did this exercise and both of us completely botched it up. Okay. We were like, 
No, that's really not what I was saying. I mean, you got a few details because what we tend to do when we're listening to our spouse a lot of times is we assume we know what they're going to say. So we zone out a little bit. Exactly. Like we'll listen to the beginning of it and maybe the end of it, but somewhere in the middle we're zoning out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I remember early in our marriage, I did this, but I remember too, we would be eating and uh, do you remember this? (laughs) Right. I I I had this bad habit when we were eating where I just like went to another world. I, I turned into a caveman where I just, my eyes sort of crossed and I was just eating and chomping. Well, they went and cro- you would just look off into the zone. In a like, different world. Like I'm just not here. And actually what wanted, and rightly so, our meal time to be a time to connect yeah. in communication. And I, I don't know what my deal was, but she would be like, where are you right I'm now? I'm like, come back to me, sweetie. And I would, I, I would just get, I don't know, <laughs> in this trance. Yes. Eat my mac and cheese or whatever and just zone out. And and yeah. so I think we all have those areas where we're more likely to zone out mm-hmm. and we need to be intentional about saying, no, I'm going to be present whenever my yes. spouse is around. I think phones obviously make it more difficult when you're in the same room yeah. uh, to, to be present because if we're scrolling, we're we're, we're training ourselves to never give our full attention to anyone or anything. It's so true. And I'm guilty of this, you know, mm-hmm, it's like, too. you know, oh, well, I can carry on this conversation and scroll and do this other stuff too. But, but very few things show our love and commitment and respect as much as giving our full attention mm-hmm. to someone. Eye contact, active listening, nodding our head, asking questions that are clarifying. And if you're listening to this, you're like, yes, I know I can't get my spouse to do that. I feel like yeah. I'm doing it, but I can't get my spouse to listen what do we do in that situation? Yeah. Well, I would say like specifically like for us, for the example we just shared with you kind of zoning out, I, I mean, there were times where I was kind of snapping at you and I'd be like, where are you? Why aren't you listening? <laughs> you know, up. but I found that that didn't do any good. You know, most of the time we don't like the slap on the hand approach, so to speak with, with uh, getting reckoned, you know, for what we're doing wrong. But what I did find is if I would just say very gently, like, Hey, sweetie, And then you'd kind of snap out of it and be like, hey, and I'd be like, hey, is something on your mind? Like, I remember if I would, if I could shift it to being less about me and more about you and being curious about what is going on, like, why are you zoning out? It was, it was like a wake up call for you that was more gentle. And I found that with most people, I mean, every now and then there is a time for a reckoning when it's been perpetual and like, they're not listening. I totally get that where it needs to be a little more pointed. But I found that if I'm, if I can be gentle with you and not ambush you, but just be like, Hey, what's on your mind? What's going on? Is there something on your mind? And just being curious about why you might be zoning out. It gets you to wake up and say, what do you mean? Like, cause I, I remember sometimes you would be like, what do you mean? There's nothing on my mind. I'm fine. I'm like, well, you were kind of zoning out there. You know, it's not an attack on you. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just being curious. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it, and when you start, when you start like that, mm-hmm. instead of like just, cause you're, you're, it, it, it takes the defenses down. Right. It takes the defenses down. It's like, you know, this communication tactic. I was reminded of this when I got pulled over recently for speeding. And <laughs> so, like, I'm all, like on guard, on defense, because yeah. it's the middle of the night. I'm like out in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, oh man, you know, <laughs> I'm all nervous. And and the the officer uh, came up and he said, "Um, is everything okay?" Yeah. And I was like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> he said, "Well, you were doing this speed in this, and so you were going so fast, and I, I just want to make sure there's not like an emergency." Right. Like, are you going to the hospital? Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's starting with that. And, and 
that kind of like took me back. Like it's disarming. It's disarming. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah, it was it was disarming. And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. I was just speeding. <laughs> because then <laughs> and, you want to own up to it because you're like, right. he cares about me. Maybe it was know? entrapment. Maybe he wanted to trick me into saying that I was speeding. <laughs> and <laughs> no, but I really do I think when you take that posture of concern and curiosity as opposed to blame. Yeah. Uh, then it, it just it's disarming. Okay? Yeah. Like it's hard to be mad at that question. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, well. And then you paused and thought, well, is it okay? Is it okay? Am I stressed? Yeah. Am I, what am I doing? You know? Yeah. 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 No, but the way you did that was masterful um, because. But I had, it took me a little bit to get there. Right. Well, you know, we're all learning in the early years of marriage. We're actually learning through every year of marriage. Yes. Because life keeps changing. Circumstances keep changing. You and your spouse keep changing. Right. And we have to keep learning each other. I think some of the miscommunication in marriage happens when, like Ashley said earlier, you just assume you know what they're going to say because you're basing it on maybe a way they responded in the past and you're yes. not giving them the freedom to have new perspective and mm -hmm. you know you you have to always be leaned in and connected or else you're going to just drift apart you know one kind of sad statistic i saw recently was that couples who are least likely to know what their spouse is thinking ac accurately know what their spouse is thinking are the ones who've been married the longest yeah and the research said it's it's because they realized that the longer a couple's married the more they assume they know mm -hmm. what the spouse is thinking without actually communicating. So they don't it. ask. So they don't and they ask. Don't listen. And they don't listen. They yeah. just kind of zone each other out because they, oh, yeah, I know. I know all there is to know there. I'm just going to zone out. Mm -hmm. The couples who really thrive, though, are the ones who stay married a long time and keep growing, keep learning. And, and that's the goal, mm -hmm. that your marriage keeps getting richer because your friendship and your communication within the marriage keeps growing stronger through constant intentional connection. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to this, you clearly desire that. You're listening of all the things you could be watching or listening right now. You're tuned into a, a podcast episode specifically about communication and marriage. So first off, good for so you. So we commend you. You're being yeah. intentional. Good. That's great. But right. maybe you have a frustration that you're like, I'm, I'm listening to this alone. I'm mm -hmm. watching this alone and I can't get my spouse right. to zone out of their world. Like maybe they tried what Ashley tried you know and and like and it didn't quite it go didn't quite land yeah and you're thinking give me some tools here like what do i do to really get them to listen now, and i think what ash what ashley modeled when i was kind of going through like a hard listening phase was was a great a great thing it worked with me it might not work with everybody um but you've got to keep you got to keep intentionally letting your spouse know this is important yes i want to connect with you and to, at first try to not do it in an accusatory way Assume the best in them. Don't assume they don't care about you. Don't assume that, you know. That, don't assume they don't want to listen. Right. Because that's not necessarily right. true. But just yeah. kind of keep trying to find, let them know, like, listen, I just want to connect with you. I'm not right. trying to interrogate you. I'm not trying to harass you. I want to connect with you. I want us to grow in our friendship, in our love, and on every level to be connected. I, mm -hmm. I'm fascinated by you, by what you have to say. I want to hear from you. And I want you to hear from me. And... um. Try to keep it as positive as you can. And there might be a time, like Ashley said, where a reckoning has to happen, where all that, yeah. that positive uh, affirmation hasn't really worked. And you say, listen, this is now it can't keep going a this crisis. Way. Yeah. Like we can't keep. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale 
College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it Get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. going down this road. Yeah. And and I hopefully you don't get to that point because you're you're trying to take these other steps where it's a little bit more of a gentle reckoning so to speak. But I think that, you know, another tactic. So we we have the tactic of being non-accusatory and, you know, just having curiosity and asking them if they're okay, like, you know, where are you? You know, what's on your mind? Because a lot of times when people aren't listening, it's because maybe they are riddled with, with other things on their mind, like they might be depressed. Maybe there's something stressing them out. Maybe they're distracted by something else and they're worried. I mean, there's all kinds of things. And we want to know that as a spouse, even when we feel neglected from our spouse, not listening well, when we can be curious about what's going on with them, it tends to be reciprocated. But for those of you who are watching, listening right now, who are like, yes, I get this, but it's not being reciprocated. I would I would say this, a lot of times we hear, and I don't wanna generalize, but I will say, and there's like neuroscience on this, a lot of times we hear from wives who are like, I just, my husband doesn't wanna talk or listen. Like, and you know, I just feel like he'll sit there, but I don't feel like he's listening because he never really offers any kind of response. And, um, and I just, it's just kind of like a one-sided conversation. What do I do with that? And I would say, uh, and again, we've shared this before, but I want to share it again in this, in this episode, cause it's just, it's great. And I was reminded of this because I did a reel recently on Instagram at David Ashley Willis. You guys can follow us there. We put all kinds of new content there daily. Um, but I did a reel where it was showing Dave and I in the car, just talking after church. Okay. And I put, you know, basically like if you're having trouble, 
getting your spouse to communicate, try this, like try doing an activity and being side by side because there is neuroscience that when it comes to men specifically, yeah. men are more likely to, to listen better and open up better and communicate better when they are side by side as opposed to face to face and when they're doing an activity instead of just sitting, okay? And so that activity could be walking, that could be driving, that could be doing, you know, a sport, or it could be all kinds of things, right? And, uh, and, and what we found in our marriage, we found this to be true, like our best conversations happen when we are on a walk, when yep. we are on a drive, when we are maybe doing something fun where it's disarming. Early in our marriage, I would do this thing where I would, uh, either call Dave or text Dave and be like, hey, we need to, we need to talk later. And like, that would just stress you out. It would, like, I mean, oh my gosh, about what? Like, and, and it could be about like nothing, you know, but for some reason I would do this, this very like gloom and doom. Yeah, we I didn't mean talk. it that way, no, you didn't. It, but like, I just was like, hey, I just want to make sure that you make time in your schedule to talk. And then the, the thought of just sitting down, even though I know, you know, you love me and want to hear from me, but the thought of sitting down and having this powwow for most men, for most men, yeah. it's very stressful. It's emotionally, Maybe for some of you women exhausting. too. But when you, know? you said like, hey, let's go and walk. Yes. Then yeah. you're like, yeah, that sounds good. Or I mean, drive. Yeah, you know? get outside, be moving. And then naturally we would we would talk and have yeah. our best conversations when in motion. Exactly. And most men are wired up that way to open up more in that way. And like right. Ashley said, the neuroscience supports that, that. That's just how God made us. And so instead of trying to, to for wives, I think some of the frustration is they, they talk to their husband like he's a defective woman uh -huh. and instead of talking to him, realizing that he's, no, he's different. And, and, he's, and likewise yeah. with husbands, you know, husbands, guys, listen, your, your wife is not a defective man. Right. She's a woman created in God's image with that beautiful femininity and with that perspective that is different from your own and honor that and learn to just um, be captivated by her mm -hmm. and let her know that you're, captivated by her by the way that you give her your attention and your focus and that's that's a way that you show your love that is going to be so tangible to her she's going to feel so close to you when you do that when you'll open up when you'll talk about what you're feeling um when you'll truly listen when she's right. talking like this this is this is what she needs and it, don't dismiss yeah don't be don't be dismissive. Don't or feel like you have to solve it. You know, and I know you all have seen there's been funny videos and memes about this. But a lot of times when we come home from a hard work day or for you stay at home moms, you've been you know at home all day with the kids or whatever the scenario is, when we come to our husband and we're just talking about our day and maybe we have some kind of problem that happened you know, sometimes we are asking, like, do you have a way to yeah. solve this? We'll literally ask you that. Like, if we really are looking for, for a solution, we will pose the question. But a lot of times we just want to talk about it. Like Dave teases me. I'm in a master's program. You guys, thank God I'm almost finished with my, so my master's in biblical counseling. But through this process, I'll, I'll do this every week. I will out loud, I'll, I'll really talk into myself, but I need Dave as a listening ear. I'll be like, I'm not gonna be able to get to my methodology class today. I think I'm gonna do it tomorrow, but, but I, I will finish it. I will finish I will it, do I'm it. gonna do this. And I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> says, I don't know what any of this means. To? Like, I don't I care. Like, I, I mean, I care me. in that it matters to you, but like, <laughs> what? I, I'm not like checking off your assignments or, but, well, you said that at first, but now you just look at me with this kind of goofy grin and, and you're I'm like, like, okay, okay, you're going to be great. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not looking for 
you to fix anything. Yeah. I don't really need a response, but you're, <laughs> I can know you're listening by a smile you, she, and your eyes. She's inviting me into her world. And it makes world, me feel good. And I realize that she's inviting me into her world <laughs> and I receive that invitation with, with love and just look for ways to invite each other into one another's world and, yes. and enjoy the, the deep connection that happens there. And if you need help, if you need maybe a, a third party to come alongside you and really help you with some new listening tactics, communication, like I said at the beginning, our mediators here at Exo Marriage are gifted and trained to help you do that. You don't have to always figure these things out on your own. Mm -hmm. um, find a good Christian counselor in your area or reach out to our team at exomarriage.com slash help. Ashley's given me the, I, I got Because I have one more thing I want to talk okay. about before we lay in the plane. I could tell you were getting ready to lay in the plane. I, I, yeah, and I yeah, love she, it. I, <laughs> You're such a good you know, pilot in that way. You Plane are, lander, but she likes to, so she likes to take another lap around the I do. runway. <laughs> well, I just really wanted to mention this because in all the years we've been doing marriage ministry and just in my, in, in Dave being a pastor and me, you know, uh, becoming a counselor, there's, there's all these studies that are done on how men and women are different. And, and I don't think as Christians, we need to, to discount this because this is studying how God wired us. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I find it so fascinating because there's one thing in particular, and we shared this recently in a sermon with our dear friends at Grace Church in Kentucky, shout out to Grace Church. Um, um, anyway, Grace Christian, I'm saying it wrong, but we talked about how, and I could tell this really resonated with the audience about how there's this, there's research that's been done where a lot of times women, you know, wives will be like, why when we're having like a serious discussion, like I'm pouring out my heart, I'm saying, I need you especially to listen to this because yeah. this is an issue in our marriage, how the husband sometimes, and we dealt with this too, will not be quick to respond back, yeah. you know, and it can be frustrating for a wife because she assumes if you don't have a quick response back, then you're not listening or you don't care or you don't care. Yeah. And I used to re remember in our yeah, early years, I thought that and I'd be like, you don't have anything to say. You don't yeah. have anything to say about this. And <laughs> you're like, give me a, you're like, give me a minute. Just, well, there's neuroscience that says that this is not an intelligence thing. I want to make this very, very clear. But women have more neurons in the parts of the brain that process language than men do, okay? In essence, that means we just process it faster. We're able to process our thoughts and feelings, like the facts and the feelings at the same time, yeah. whereas men are not. Like Which is most men take a little more time. A higher word count yes. significantly on average per day. When women talk to one another, the amount of words that's shared is significantly higher than yes, like men very significant with one another. Mm -hmm. And this is just how God made us. Right. Exactly. And so I, I, when I learned that and I realized that, okay, Dave's processing and he might need to go take a walk or go on a run or go on a drive or go just take a moment to process this. It doesn't mean he's not listening. It means he really is listening. And instead of giving just some random response that he hasn't really thought about, he wants to give me a better response, then I need to give him that time. And I think for a lot of you wives watching, um, and this, again, this is probably it, it, what, what would you say, like 85%? probably 85% yeah, of not, couples, not every marriage, certainly. not every if single you're, marriage, not sometimes, a weirdo, if you're, if sometimes yours is it's flipped, flopped. Yeah. But flipped, flopped you know. <laughs> either flip flopped, <laughs> but most of the time, this is the dynamic. It is. And I would say that when, when you give, you know, give your spouse, like make sure they're listening, you know, how you show you're a good listener is you give your eyes, you give your attention, you're not zoning out and you are, you know, show some kind of, of body language or even a verbal, um, you know, sign that you are listening. But then if you need time to process, ask your spouse for it. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to say to the spouse who feels like, gosh, I can't get my spouse to listen, give them that time. And you might even say, if they don't have any response, you might say, hey, 
Do you need a moment to just think about this? That's okay. You know, can we come back to this tomorrow? Yeah. Because I just really want to finish this, but I get that this is a lot to think about. And don't make them feel stupid if they need time to think about it. Again, it's not an intelligence thing. This is just how we're wired. But give them that time. And I'm telling you, it it really can revolutionize your relationship. So good. Yeah. I'm glad you saw me. That's probably yeah. like the most helpful <laughs> just stuff that we've shared this whole episode. Wow. Great stuff. Guys, I hope this has been helpful to you. Stay tuned. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking more about communication. And uh, hopefully... Hopefully you'll be able to put these into practice and see a real difference in your marriage. We appreciate you. You can find us on Instagram at Dave and Ashley Willis if you want to send us a specific question there or uh, just connect with us there. We love hearing from you. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.